Hi everyone and welcome to Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. We all go through testings because we all go through seasons. No condemnation in Christ. God just loves us so much. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. I hope you're having a wonderful and beautiful week so far. I hope you've been blessed in the various ways. I know that every single day I'm thankful to God for miracles. Some that we may consider little but whatever it is, it is miracles. The fact that we can sleep and wake up is a massive miracle. These things are so important to always be thankful and grateful to God for because we never know the battles that God has fought for us in the spiritual realm. How is God and is protecting us and how he said angels to protect us and all that. Let's be thankful and grateful for who God is and also all he's been doing in our lives. So today I want to discuss Saul and I want to discuss the part of the Bible that discusses where an evil spirit came upon Saul. Because for the longest of time I always wondered why did God send an evil spirit to Saul? Um, so I'm going to be reading from 1 Samuel chapter 16 verses 14 and I will also read verses 21 to 23 as well. So I quickly read. Now the Spirit of God had departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from God from the Lord tormented him. Go down to chapter 2, verses 21. David came to Saul and entered his service. Saul liked him very much, and David became one of his armor bearers. Then Saul sent word to Jesse, saying, Allow David to remain in my service, for I am pleased with him. Whenever the Spirit from God came to Saul, David would take up the lyre and play. Then relief would come to Saul, and he would feel better, and the evil spirit would leave him. And I stopped this. And so I have been always wondering, and I just pray the Holy Spirit gives me the utterance and the words to speak as He has led me to in Jesus' name. Amen. So I've always been wondering, why did God send an evil spirit to Saul? Like, why? And just a quick recap, you know, Saul was rebellious to God in the throne and God rejected him as king and anointed David to become king. So at this point where the evil spirit came upon Saul, it was where someone had anointed David. And when that happened, God's spirit left Saul and an evil spirit came upon him at around the same time. And now that evil spirit was very depressive. So it was a spirit of depression and even towards even more um, serious mental illness and all that. Now, I have some notes here that I would read as well. But I always wondered, why did God send an evil spirit to Saul? And the first thing that came to my mind was obviously judgment, right? Um, and I just thank God for the error of mercy, but God is still a just God. But in this case, it was judgment. Saul had been reading rebelliously. God had rejected him, and next thing he entered judgment. I, I found it strange to believe that it can only be judgment because for everything there's a purpose. And this is what I realized, and I, I would explain as I go. That spirit was sent to lead Saul into his tough season, his season where God is able to work on his character, where he now learns how to submit totally to God and change from his rebellious ways. And so entering a new season. So as in essence, the spirit was there to humble Saul and bring him back to God. 
So God was literally still looking at his son, looking at Saul and thinking, I know he has been rebellious. I know he has not done what I went to ask him. I rejected him as king, but I still want the best for this child of mine. And so the evil spirit was sent to humble him and bring him back to God. Now, if we read the Bible, God, even with, with the evil spirit being sent, God was too merciful to him because God brought him David. Just that whenever the evil spirit commenced him, they will pay the liar. And because the spirit of God was upon him, the evil spirit would go away. You know, then it was they didn't have as much, you know, science, you know, development as we have today. Then it was if someone had these health issues, it's if God is healing you or they have different little things they do. But then just imagine that God did not send David. Just imagine that there was no David um, there. He will be suffering terribly, continuously from the evil spirit. And how would he have even learned? Because if Every single time the spirit is manipulating continuously for days, for months, for years. He will not have a capacity to even think I'll come back to God. He'll be like, you know what, I am so depressed evil spirit, I will just be there. But God sent David to be able to pray the lie and his evil spirit will go. But he didn't just go and not return. He used to be kept coming back to remind Saul in many cases to humble himself and go back to God. And it also reminds me of the Israelites. Now, the Israelites in the Bible were <laughs> a tough bunch of disobedient people. You know, that's before um, during the wilderness season where they went, went to the wilderness. And, you know, they would hit an issue or hit something that concerns them. They would start cursing uh, Moses and tell him to take him back to Egypt. Their mind had been so confined to pain and suffering that they were finding hard to be even free. And so, in the wilderness, then God was refining their hearts, refining their character, helping them see that He's still with them and drawing them to Him. But that took a lot of work because anything that happens, I mean, at the time that um, uh, Moses went to mountain to pray for three days, before he came back down, he had already built an image of God to them because that was all they had seen in Egypt and that's all they saw their life could be. So shifting their mindset meant going through painful things like snakes biting them and all those things in the wilderness. And God would be angry with them. I remember when the past where the ground opened and swallowed up some people. God would be angry with them. When we used to go and beg him, he would calm down. Different things happen. But it's similar to that because they were both also entering and in their wilderness season as well. The same way Saul was entering the wilderness hard season to be able to work on his character. The essence of which God has created so that at least, although he's still not king, as God created him as king, he will still at least fulfill, you know, purpose that God had created him for. But we see that even with God bringing the evil spirit on him, even with all the things that happened, Saul never gave up his rebellious ways. As we will see as we go on, Saul's there to fight David, wanted to kill him continuously. So many ways David had to run for his life. And so even though God was stretching out his hand towards him to bring him back to God, to humble him so he can see God's face and submit his heart to him, Saul was still rebellious as ever. Nothing changed. He just found a way around doing things. And that's why you see the heart. Look at David, for example. David had a heart for God. So the three things, and I explained in previous episodes, and even tomorrow, I'm going to explain more as well. David had a heart for God. His heart was clearly inclined and submitted to God's will and purpose for Israel. But then Saul, 
was still reversing his ways. And that is character, right? So even though God tried to change his character, he didn't change him. He still remained the same. And then he ended up dying as well. Let me explain it in form of being a parent. Right? So say, for example, you have a child. You love a child so much. You want the child to be raised up in the best way. It's a combination of helping the child achieve their goals. It's a combination of, you know, having clear rules, clear guidelines, strictly so that the child can follow as well and come to the person that God had created the child to be. If you try to let the child be child-led, so in cases where the child do what he or she pleases every single time, how do you prepare and build the child's character? It's literally impossible because then the child does as he or she feels like, and this is like us and God. God knows what he has prepared ahead of us. He knows the character we need to take on. He knows the heart we need for those opportunities he has placed in our hands in the future. So he's building those characters. He's giving us those learnings to different seasons of life. Every season is just as important. The shining season, the wilderness season, the waiting season, the learning season, every season is just as important as every other season. So because God knows, we go to those seasons. Some, you know, feel amazing to us because a lot of times we judge by the, how we feel, not about the result from the seasons. So like, ah, is this, we don't feel comfortable and we think it's a bad season. No, every season is just as important. So, like a parent to a child, we are building this child, we are preparing this child, we are feeding this child according to what, you know, we feel is best for the child. The same way God is doing it for us. In many cases, the child doesn't feel everything is fantastic and rosy. The child doesn't feel, oh, I can do anything like that. Please, no. The child is also, you know, under some clear rules and regulations. And sure, the child builds that character required for growth, right? And so if you look at it that way, we see how important seasons are. Every season is just as important because there's a purpose for that season. The purpose for this season for Saul was to change his ways. So we humble himself and come back to God. But as we see, he didn't get to do it before he died because he was so struck on his rebellion to God. God help us see all seasons as what seasons are and get the learnings from those seasons as he's teaching us. You know, and guiding us through the seasons. At the end of the day, we all know our father loves us so much. More than we can ever think, phantom, or even imagine. And he's guiding us through the best way he has seen to help us achieve the purpose and plans he has predestined for us. And I pray that as we've learned today, God will give us the strength to also apply it practically in our lives in the various ways. And even when we have those thoughts of, Lord, why am I here? What season is this? You know, what's the point? Remember these words. Thank you for listening today. God bless you. I love you. Bye.